T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need. Welcome to the morning shift. It's the most mid team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. Any pizza for me can be a personal. Can't wait. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson. I've had my butt shoot by Nick Saban a few times. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And Atlanta sports radio guru Bo Morgan. You know who I am? I'm Squid Bill. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The morning shift is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. First and go at the three. Lining up in the clock at 10 seconds and ticking. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front. Receiver in motion. Low snap. He runs and he throws. Caught. Touchdown. It's caught. Hardman caught the ball. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won. The entire bench empties. Chasing Mahomes in the end zone. There it is. The final from the Super Bowl 25 to 22. The Chiefs come back to beat the 49ers. That call courtesy Kevin Harlan and Westwood won. And that was Miko Hardman on the game-winning touchdown catch in overtime to seal the deal from Patrick Mahomes. And he talked about after the game, he he blacked out. He didn't even know <laughs> what had happened. Yeah. Uh, so that is your Super Bowl. And this is Monday after the Super Bowl. And I commend you if you are up with us right now. This is the morning shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, Bo, and Tiff here with you. And we are live here in the Kia studios after a late night. Last night, probably yeah. in a long week for some. Yeah, and I, I it's there's gonna the word greatest is gonna be used constantly. That's the greatest Super Bowl. That's the greatest quarterback, com, greatest head coach combo. Are you already starting negative? Uh, I'm already mad. What are you on. already mad I'm about? Not, I'm not. I'm not mad. I, I just. I. I, uh, I just. It just makes me laugh because I know that I've heard. I've heard All that even driving in already. And uh, it, yeah. it, look, it was a. It was that one. Mike Conte had a tweet last night, and it was so spot on. When we grew up. All the Super Bowls. I remember the first Super Bowl I ever watched was the 1990 Super Bowl 25, and it was Miss Phil Gold, Scott Norwood, or whatever. And then we went through a lull of Super Bowls that all sucked. I mean, they were blow. It was blowout city. And then I think it kind of came back around, maybe that 99 Super Bowl with the Rams and uh, the Titans started kicking them off. That a lot of them become closer games again. Uh, you know, I know the 2001 sucked too, and then maybe 2002 one wasn't very good either with the Bucks. 
But we've had a lot of good Super Bowls lately, and that one is right up there. It's I a mean, great game. I was concerned about it at the beginning. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. How and fast then, did that overtime go, though? I mean, it was overtime, and it was, I mean, it was two possessions, boom. How good are the Chiefs? Like, the 49ers played a heck of a game, and to still have it come down to that, and you give Patrick Mahomes, what, <laughs> that much time on the clock, they tie it up, and, uh, the, and then able to take it in overtime. It's just. The stat that I keep coming back to is people, the, the Kyle Shanahan blew the Super Bowl stuff is throwing out there, and I just don't believe that. Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan and that offense three times had go-ahead drives in either in this in the fourth quarter and then in overtime and their defense couldn't hold it and, and I, I come back to the biggest play of the game was simply might have been uh, Dre Greenlaw running on the field and tearing his and Achilles. Yeah, that's oh my oh. god, it made me absolutely sick to to watch that and and and. You knew something was wrong. I couldn't tell. I was kind of watching it, you know, when it happened out of the corner of my eye. I saw the replay, and I was like, man, what's going on? Surely that's not like an ACL. I'm thinking like a Martin Grammatica kind of situation mm-hmm. at first, and then you find out it's the Achilles and see that cart coming out there, and you, I mean, it, oh, my God. Like, two things crossed my mind when that happened. I am absolutely sick for him, but I wonder what his backup's heart rate is at this point, and they showed uh, the guy's name, I can't remember, that came in for him, and he just kind of had this look on his face like, all right, well, it's the We're Super Bowl, this. and here we go. <laughs> like, it's time for me to step into this situation. So, yeah, absolutely sick. I'm, I'm I'll be honest, I'm still kind of digesting everything that happened. Like, I, you know, from from fumbles to turnovers to the punt situation to even like thinking about Usher's halftime show. I'm kind of just like all over the it's place. It's all over the place for me right now. I haven't really funneled it all into like a memory sequence. Uh, we had some people over last night and had a good time. And by the time the game was ending, like it was everything I could do to keep one eye open to watch the third overtime. I was like, eh. uh, but, um, I was struggling right there with you because yeah, I flew back yesterday from Vegas, made it back in time for the game. And when overtime was starting, I caught myself. I can't remember what play it was, but my eyes were closed. I was like, no, you better wake up. We've already come this far. You need to get it together. And yeah. so, yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay looked far, at me. She goes, are you, "Are you not? Are you not glued to this?" And I was like, "I'm just ready for it to be over with, I one was. way or another." Like, my God, I am just like, "Woo!" I'm not gonna lie, I was sad that when it went to overtime, I was like, "No." Yeah, I wasn't at home, so I was at a party. And now, luckily, I was like, "Is in my neighborhood," so it, it's like three minutes. It's a three minute drive through the neighborhood. But I was, I was, I was like, "How can I get out of here as quick as possible?" And literally, as soon as he talked to me, I said, "Hey, Amy, we got to go." We got to go. I don't. I don't care about the confetti. We gotta go. I'm sure whoever's listening to us feels exactly the same way right now because they had to get up and at them and yeah. get to work, and they're probably sitting there going, "I didn't even see the end of it." But it was a good game. I'll it tell really you what. I, I did stay up a little bit later. I didn't shut it off right after the game ended because don't get mad at me if you're out there. I I wanted to see Travis and Taylor. I yeah, wanted to see, I wanted I to see them. See how that I wanted looked. to see how it played out. So I stayed up How'd probably a little bit later. I thought it was, I, I love to see love, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think it, most people are that way. Even though y'all think I'm hateful. So <laughs> last night was the first time that I've gotten slightly annoyed by the Taylor Swift thing, and it had nothing to do with TV. It's you're in a viewing party. There there are people there literally cheering well, your, for, for, your wife is a big Taylor Swift fan. She is a Swiftie. She's a Swiftie. I know. I, 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 yeah. In the grand scheme of things, though, my wife would tell you she, she wasn't going to lose sleep at all if – if Kelsey and the Chiefs lost, I mean, but there were people cheering when the a Chiefs. Lot more into and it. I'm like, you're from Boston. 
or you're from Georgia. Like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Like, no, come on. Like, I, I get it. I, I just it was uh, it, that's that's so I can see a little bit of the people because it was become became about like it was her team. But right, it, it's showing a little in the grand scheme of things. I'll say this: uh, Lindsay, I think, ended up cheering more for Olivia Colpo's boyfriend. You know Christian what I mean? Yeah, that's she's like watching, going, oh, "That's Colpo's boyfriend." Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I got to talk to his mom at the Super Bowl. I'll get into all that later um, when I kind of recap my week there. But uh, it's it's crazy to me how the Chiefs have just gone to what feels like a most hated team, and so it's just wild how yeah. it flipped. Um, you know, like in a, in a season or throughout the course of the season. And I, I don't even want to blame it on outside stuff and, and family members, but it seems like that had a lot to do with maybe the beginning of the 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 hatred, I guess, that people have well, of this well, team. And it, it's just it's wild to me to not be able to appreciate the greatness I, of this I, team and what they've done. I think it's just oversaturation for a lot of people. And, and is, that's but, what happens when you win, you get all the coverage, right? And then after a while, it's like people that are like hardcore people tend to know you and know what you're going to say. And they're like, all right, I've heard it enough. Like, I don't need it, to see it. It's almost else. like separate it because that's what you're, if you're watching sports that much, uh, which is great, by the way, but just separate from the fact that that is what is being presented to you as opposed to just, I'm going to hate this team because I'm seeing them so much. Like, hate the team because they're out there, I don't know, kicking puppies or doing bad things, not because they're being shown all the time. That's out of their control. But remember, that's why most people hated the Patriots. It, they, they made it about – they the Patriots gave them ammunition with the Spygate stuff and then Deflategate – but it, it's a little bit – so it's different, it, though, right? But, the but Chiefs have the celebrity kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's the same hatred at the end of the day, but for different reasons. I mean, we saw – I think we forget that there was a lot of Giselle cutaways late in – like in the two, what, in 2008, nine and stuff. Like There was a lot of those. I mean, remember after the the, the – I think it was the 10 – was it – no, it was the 11 – I don't people being – It was 11 Super Bowl. Giselle is screaming at fans like – my my husband didn't drop the ball, you know. He made the, like so. It, it was it was oh, there. The elevator thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it was there. We. It's just that was my point about the greatest. The great. We get so in the moment, and everything is bigger right then and there than at any point in history. And then when you go back and reflect, you realize we've kind of done this thing before. This is the first team to repeat since yeah. the Patriots in well, that era. Yeah. I, I think. I think. To my point, though, Tiff, is it, it is two reasons, but that's why I feel like it's just simply the oversaturation. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. Once you've established a dynasty, people want to see somebody different, and it's just an oversaturation that I think a lot of people have. When there's 120 million eyeballs on something, it's like the 80-20 rule, but that 20% is a lot bigger than it ever has been. It just gets to be a little bit much for some people. No, yeah. I agree with you. I, don't, I just still feel like it, there's a different undertone with – why people hate the the Chiefs right now, and I think uh, it's it's different than what happened with because the Patriots stuff was mostly okay. Yes, they're winning, but then it's also still on the field stuff with the Flake Gate. But all um, that came later, though. That first three or four or three and four years, people started hating them as well. Then I just think it's 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 a little bit easier with the Taylor Swift factor. It really that's, is. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I guess I was getting at without having to say her name again for those of you that are probably. <laughs> T. Swizzle from Ball So Hard Matt, University. <laughs> what did y'all think of some of the uh, the commercials last night? I know people were over it, and, and by the time I got home, I was able to – I think I, I got back just in time because I was watching it on my phone in a lift ride coming back home. Um, the uh, Ben Affleck one. That was pretty good. 
I thought that was, that was pretty good. That was probably the best one of the night. That one, that's the one Tom Brady was in, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And J Lo just... said, Tom, you can stay. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so good. That I... was like, but that was the one that stuck out. <laughs> that's to me. the same. I, like, I, I think, I, like, I, I wasn't, I don't have an uh, over, like, overall thought about it because I was chasing my kids around the house most of the time between commercial breaks. So I was like, man, maybe I just didn't get to see them all, but I was, I was underwhelmed. I will say, after the Beyonce commercial, she did drop some new music. This is a very big night. Boy, Jay's trying to break the internet. I was listening. She's trying to break the internet. <laughs> I was listening to it on the way in. I played it last night, and then I drove into it. Beyonce looks like it's, it's like she aged a bit, and Jay Z <laughs> looks like, I mean, he looks old. I was like, damn, Jay Z, you got well, old. He looks his age. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. stop it. <laughs> She looks phenomenal. Yes, she does. Uh, Tiff, I got a tease for you after this. Go oh, ahead. Okay. This hour brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Injured, hire Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Well, the guy that everybody's talking about that's part of the Chiefs last night, he was a, a blank bag at a certain point. And we've got to talk about his theatrics on the sideline oh, and my yeah. thoughts on that. Oh, yeah. I'm with you, I think. Absolutely ridiculous. I think we're all there. All right. We'll be right back here on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio, 19 the game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mornings on the game means more of the morning shift. Nice. (laughs) On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He caught me off balance. I, I wasn't watching. He, cheap shot, but that's all right. He did good. He was really coming over just go, just put me in. I'll score. I'll score. You know, so that's really what it was. Well, I love that. I mean, it's not the first time. So, I listen, I appreciate him. Patrick and Chris and, and Trav and the job they've done. Uh, they're passionate players, man, and I love that. Even if they chest bump me to the other side of the 50, I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. I just love that the guy wants to play and wants to be in there playing. And he knows I love that. So, he makes me feel young. Chiefs win the Super Bowl in overtime against the 49ers, 25-22. to 22 with, And it wasn't without some theatrics going down on the sideline. That was Coach Andy Reid talking to the media afterwards about what we all saw uh, on the sidelines between him and Travis Kelsey, in which Travis Kelsey was uh, very fired up, I guess, after uh, not being in on a play, comes over to the sideline and bumps his coach. And it just 
it, it wasn't a good look. No, it's not good at all. At all. It it was, it honestly it it irritated me, and I I don't want to say I'm like I think different of Travis Kelsey. Now I don't think differently of him, but. Like, the thought that kept going through my mind, and I'm curious to get this from y'all, is what other player in what other situation would think that it is even remotely okay in a Super Bowl to go up and bunch your hall, you know, bump your Hall of Fame coach? Like, and I get it, Andy Reid's like, well, he knows how I am, and I like that kind of stuff, but no, dude, like, this doesn't work. He said he lost his work. balance on another set. It doesn't work. It doesn't he, work for He me. did lose his balance because he was rammed into by an NFL player. And, and, and for anybody listening, us three have not talked about this at all. So I was curious to get y'all's perspective on how you felt about this because last night I wasn't like I wasn't irritated, but I thought, what a freaking like uh it just it rubbed me the wrong way when it happened. Cause I was like, you you have to think of yourself bigger than life at that point. If you think you need to go bump your coach in the middle of the Super Bowl. And I, I was irritated by that, man. It's a bad look for him. It, if it wasn't the Super Bowl and you don't have the win, I would be like, dude, this guy's got, you got to look at like suspending this guy or something. But yet, all's well that ends well, and you're going to get a win out of it. I guess I was trying to piecemeal it back together because my flight lands at six. I'm watching the game on on my phone, watching in the back of a lift, and then I see kind of the commotion stuff. And by the time I got inside, that was where I was able to kind of piece things together uh, and, and pull the clip back up on social media. And. It was not a good look. I'm I'm right there with you. There's no point in which a player should ever go up to their coach, let alone, I mean, yeah, their coach, I'll say, because things can get heated between players. You're like brothers, all that kind of stuff. But that's your coach. That's the leader of your team. That's the person you're supposed to have the utmost respect for. And so to go up in that manner and actually make contact with him, it it, it was a bad look. It it turned into – this, this is the – this whole Kelsey brother thing is starting to take it, – it's starting to take, like, uh, this uh, – create a monster that it can't stop. Like, you know, Jason Kelsey's at Adele screaming, Eagles, that's all fun and games, right? But it, it get, it's getting too much, and that to me was the biggest me moment I've ever seen from Travis Kelsey, and that's what bothered me because at first everyone was confused. I'm sitting there watching at a party, and they all of a sudden they go to it, and I'm like, well, what the hell happened? And it was – I guess he was mad because he was taken off the field for a play – I have killed guys like George Pickens for doing these types of things with yelling at A.J. Brown has yelled at coaches before. And and these guys have, you know, uh, Odell Beckham fought a, a kicking net one time and got killed for it. Travis Kelsey is not above any of that. No, he, he care he, who he dates or what he he's does. He's going to get a pass because they'll say, well, he's Hall of Famer and the guys won multiple and Super they, Bowls. And they won. They won, won last and, night. That's and, the biggest point to me. They won. They won. So but it's going to be glossed over. This is the biggest stage in the NFL. It's, it's a huge moment, and he's over there looking like a jackass on the sidelines with his head coach who – has now won three Super Bowls and went to five. I mean, it's 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 inexcusable, and to to just laugh at. Well, you know, we we we, we talked about it. We're all good. Okay, oh, well, man. I think you I think you hurt yourself a little bit there, and I think people are going to look back now. Look, if you lose, it's a much bigger deal to y'all. To your point, it's a much bigger deal, no doubt. I just I, I it just it's kind of icky for me to see that. I didn't like it, and, and that's not who he's been most of his career. And the only. Thing I'll throw out with with any player in this scenario because you just rattled through a bunch of them, and I'm not saying I agree with it. I just think a lot of things happen in the heat of the moment, especially when you're playing when you're playing a sport. 
Um, adrenaline's up. Everything's up. And it is a huge stage like the Super Bowl where your passion is probably your passion is, is even more so through the roof. Right. So I, I'm not going to necessarily if it's a habit, if it's a habitual thing that we see all the time. Uh, which I don't think that was the case. Was that the case with AJ Brown? I don't think. I, know uh, I think happened. AJ's maybe I had like kind of, it's happened maybe twice with AJ you know, Brown. I mean, I Odell we, Beckham was yes, a habitual. Yes, yes. George Pickens, especially not. No, and I'm not excusing it. I just want to at yeah. least just for discussion wise, because you already know where I stand. Yeah. On it, just throw out another side of it, which is, you know, I know with my teammates, and again, that's teammates though, right? We would cuss each other out on the sideline, and sure. then game's over. You know, next day, yeah. like it's like it never happened. It's well, the I think first when it happens, quarter. When it happens with teammates, I think very much it's you look at it like, oh, he's a leader. You know, he's, yeah. he's going to get the most out of you. There, it's There's just no question what Andy Reid is to that team and what he has been to the NFL and what that Agreed. moment is. I, now, granted, I never played in a Super Bowl. I played a national championship. I played in an NFC championship. At no point did anybody I know on any of those teams would have even thought that it would even be a possibility that they would get their anger to that level. And yet he did, and it lets, it gives me a little bit of introspect, uh, introspect into him to be able to say this is kind of how he thinks of himself in that moment. And it, and it, it frustrated me because that moment is, is bigger than you. That moment is, is, is for you and your teammates and everybody competing towards the same goal, not to go up and scream at your coach. And bump him. It was just. It was. It was a bad look for me. I'm not. I'm not clutching my pearls and saying, "Oh my God, I hate him." I don't hate anybody. But it was like in that moment, I thought, "Dude, who do you think you are? Like that's you're going to the Hall of Fame, but that's going to be one of the one of the worst looks of your career." Yeah. I again, it was the first drive that they had in the first quarter, and he's over there doing that. It was a t- horrible look for him. It's just. It just seems out of character, though. I mean, he's always been a guy that has passion, but to take it to that level. And we've seen that from this Chiefs team this year. Patrick Mahomes had the terrible moment where they lose, and it's a clear penalty for and by a guy having who, to be held back from the referees. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and and talking to Josh Allen about it. Yeah, after the game, the the, the Chiefs <laughs> have always, and I think that is where some of this "I'm over them" has has come from yep, this year. More more than the T Swift stuff, it's been some of that. It's they've looked. Like it's a birthright for them to win every game and 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 win the Super Bowl and just be have success. And when they have seen a little bit of, um, you know, where they've been challenged, they've just started yelling and pick, pick, pitching these tantrums. And it's not okay. It's not a good look for them. That's what's bothered me the most in the last, of this season about that team. Because other than that, they've handled adversity well. It's been this has not they've been the formula that no, they've won. This has been Steve Spagnola and that defense winning them. And look, they did it last night again. That defense kept them in that game. That defense is the only reason why they were able to come back and win. You look at who they've played in the playoffs and the offenses and the quarterbacks that they've played throughout those playoffs, and look at what their defense has done. It's insane. It's an, this is their worst team of their three Super Bowl teams, in my opinion. And uh, they got it done because of their defense. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes becomes the fourth starting QB to win three Super Bowls. So he's joining Brady, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, and Troy Aikman. And he's also the second youngest to do so. So shifting gears before we go to break, I mean, what he's been able to accomplish in a young career 
is incredible. And only the third to win two MVPs and three Super Bowls, which was Brady and Montana were the other two, which is unbelievable. That's just that's a, that's a wild thing to think of. That what was that guy drafted in 2017? I think, and he's already got four Super Bowl appearances, three Super Bowl titles, two MVPs. It, it's a wild accomplishment this quickly in his career, and he is definitely on a Brady type trajectory when it comes to titles and MVPs. A lot, a lot of, a lot of chalk in the prop betting market last night. You think about him winning Super Bowl MVP, he would have been the favorite. All right, Chris McCaffrey scoring the first touchdown would have been far and away the favorite. And a lot of things that people thought would happen in the prop market happened. A lot of Vegas' favorites, like I did not do well gambling prop bets last night because it was like I was trying to take long odds so you can make a little money. Nah, well, all the chalk. All you the know chalk. who the MVP is of not wanting to do anything, but then lucking out and finding themselves in the right situations at the right time. Tiffany. Be me in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how I uh, found myself in a position where it felt like home being out in Vegas. A lot of Atlanta folks in town and performances. That's next year on the morning shift on Sports Radio, Night of the Game. that dial. This is the morning shift. All of them are really, really hot on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. This ain't funny. With TB's timeout on the morning shift. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Where do I begin? I don't even know where to begin. I spent a week in Vegas, which... <laughs> I normally would never suggest anybody do. As you guys know, um, I have not been drinking for, I think, almost two months now. Then I was like, man, I have a trip to Vegas for the Super Bowl. But I still didn't drink. Held strong. Held strong. Good for you. Uh, so still, uh, yeah, Cannot still holding strong. Same. So, I, yeah, I can only imagine this weekend what was what it was like for you. Yeah. Um, so I guess I will start then. I had a whole bunch of adventures. I was out there with CBS, and I got – the cool assignment straw, which was to go and do features around Vegas, which was a lot of fun because this is the first time Super Bowl's been in Vegas. They wanted to show the flavor of Vegas. Uh, I got to operate the fountains at the Bellagio. I sat in on a uh, two weddings, <laughs> one at the Little White Wedding Chapel, one at a drive through place called Vegas Weddings. Was it magical? Was it the emotional? The second one was magical. The first one, I was a little bit, I was like, oh, like, where, hey. well, I don't know about this one. I don't know, man. Was that hey, the somebody giant, better stand up here. Was that the giant Steelers marriage? Which one was, was that? That, the, that was, that one made me believe in love again. No, I'm just kidding. But that one was the, the romantic, like, they were very happy to be together. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying the other couple was not happy to be together. Uh, but you think they was, maybe were drunk in there? No, married? no. It was just, it was just wild. It was just, it was just wild. So, but... I'll take you. Uh, so I did that. I went to the aquarium. Um, what else did I do? Well, this was something that we were hoping was going to go through. We were going to try to orchestrate going to a roller coaster. Now, I was shooting my shots with two different teams, right? Like, who would be great to go on a roller coaster ride with? I'm terrified. I stopped doing roller coasters. I don't even know at what age. I used to love them. Now, no. It's a hard no. Really? But for TV, I'll do anything. For uh, TV, I they do. wanted to put me I in a GoPro. Them. So I made, uh, you know, I reached out, reached out to the Falcons, reached out to the Texans. I had a good, solid lead with Bijan to get on a roller coaster with me. 
And then when I hit up the Texans, my guy there, I'm like, hey, what do you think? Would CJ get on a roller coaster? He's like, I happen to know CJ loves roller coasters, but he's busy with paid stuff this oh. week. I'm like, come on. Come on. Yeah, he was, so he was, I had two, you know, I shot the I shot those bulls at the same time. And the Bijan stuff looked like it was going to happen, but because of the time of the roller coaster, uh, they needed us there like early in the morning. Uh, so that was gonna be cool. Instead, I settled for getting him on the red carpet at NFL Honors, which was really cool because the Who's Who, uh, you know, Walter Payton Man of the Year nominees, Offensive Player of the Year nominee, Rookie Defensive Player of the Year, all of them. You look so swanky for that. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, whoever, I tried. Very glittery. Whoever right. helped pick that dress out did a good job. <laughs> you know, I'm a Libra. I can't make decisions on my own. So I did crowdsource a lot of different opinions, uh, including Bo. Including Bo was like, you got to go for the green dress. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. like shiny things. <laughs> that's what, that was my whole, that's yeah. That's a fact. Men that's like sparkles. Um, no, but. <laughs> like, a, like a cat so, toy. Like a... And I was like, where else am I going to wear this dress but Vegas? So That's a good point. So I, that's a good point. I felt like gotta go for it, shoot for the stars. But and, and on top of that, in an honors night too, like that's when you honors. can get really glitzy. Yeah, you can. can. Everybody was glitzy. Can you never wear that dress again though? Since since you've been no, I'm not above since that. Since you've been photographed and not above filmed. that. I just gotta. I don't know where else I would wear it, but no, I'm not above yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know where you would do that again though. I know. I don't have an another. If I have an event, I could try to. I could sell right. it. I don't know. Maybe you'll get to go um, to a wedding. You'll have a rehearsal dinner. You can wear it. No, at. I will tell you. I want to get to uh, some of the red carpet stuff, but I will tell you the first Vegas wedding venue place. It had an automatic door, so the PR woman there pressed the button. She's like, "Wait for this, guys!" And the doors just kind of fly open, and mm. there's the aisle. And I, I almost wanted to throw up. It was very, when I walked in, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> was that? Too many people looking. Was, was there like an Elvis? I can see why people get nervous, not at that one. I can see why people get nervous walking down the aisle. Because in that moment, when those doors flung open, I was like, this is when you, when you say automatic door, I just picture I just picture doves flying out and they hit the automatic door button. You know what? You know what she saw on the other side of that automatic door? Yeah, commitment. And it scared her. <laughs> oh, stop it. No, but then when we went to you shut your mouth. This we is went to the, the, I was like, That's what my it was a weird feeling. Not really. Man. You can go to court and get it annulled. Mm-hmm. But then but then when we went to the Little White Wedding Chapel, the famous you know iconic place in Vegas, Michael Jordan got married there. Frank Sinatra, most recently Ben yeah. Affleck and J Lo. That, that was pretty cool. Real that quick, pretty cool. did any of your stuff air on the big show leading up to the Super Bowl? You I have know that? no idea. Okay. I've been, um, I'm, hopefully I'll get some clips so I can post uh, some of them soon. Uh, the Bellagio stuff was cool. Um, but yeah, the red carpet stuff was a lot of fun because I've never gotten to meet Bijan before. And so, and I didn't get a Falcons game Great this guy. year. Great Great guy. Great. Fa- fantastic. Fantastic. So we got to chat a little bit. Uh, I didn't get to ask him all the, the important questions that I wanted to because they have to keep those guys moving and lots yeah. like a baker mayfield comes by and he's wanting to talk but my peeps at nfl network they're doing a live show they're like baker's gotta get to the gotta get to the stage inside so they do that but he came back out which is great so i got to talk to him uh, about his you know nomination for comeback player of the year none of the good questions though huh so none of the did you have not, a headache in not, tampa or no did, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of what are you wearing then there was, you tried oh, to get in some journalistic stuff too, because, you know, when else are you going to kind of get these guys? So Antonio Pierce was there, got mm. him on, you know, being the head coach. Um, and then having the Super Bowl in, in Las Vegas, which was really cool. But there was a funny moment. And my producer that was with me, shout out to Laura, was able to capture because Cam Jordan came walking up with Bijan. Those two have a great relationship. I know you don't want to hear that. No kidding. That's <laughs> but interesting. But they said they turn it off, you know. 
when it's, like, when it's the happen, season. I, I, I got to ask him. You know, that's a good question. I, I'll reach out to him and ask him today. Um, well, you can but, tell him and Matt Ryan have one, too. Well, yeah, him and Matt Ryan. Like, he's a he's a good dude and a competitor as well, but I maybe he, do, he does it in a way. He's got such a big personality that I think it's probably hard not to like that guy. Sure. Just yeah. like Bijan was just kind of taking it all in. He's he's nominated for, you know, Rookie of the Year, and he's at NFL Honors for the first time. Cam's got a feature and on TV. He did so, a great job from the desk stuff oh, yeah. that I saw him do. He was awesome. He's, he's great. He's 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 hands down one of my favorite guys to talk to. Um, he's just hilarious, dude. But Bijan was awesome. Then the Texans come up, and it's a whole Texans uh, brigade. It's like it's uh, C.J. Stroud, and then oh my gosh, why did I just blank out in the defensive rookie? Um, Will Anderson. For, yes, Will Anderson yep. comes up first, and then out of the corner of my eye, the peripheral vision, I'm like, there's C.J. Oh, I'm gonna knock out this, these interviews together with these two like rookie nominees. Yeah. Get him up, and then all of a sudden I see. Oh, there's D'Amico Ryans. I'm like, coach, guys here, come on up. So that was really cool to get them talking about his honor of being um, nominated for Coach of the Year. Uh, so it was a, there were a lot of cool moments that happened there on look, the red carpet. It looked like you got a, a chance to interview Lane Johnson as well. Was that Lane Johnson? I did, yeah. yes. I was really excited because I'm a big fan, and his, and his wife was cool too. And he was yeah, a Walter Payton cool. of the Year um, nominee as well. So he got talked a little bit about the – uh, being, they are a good-looking you know, couple, man. They, they really are. They um, being there. I did get Tyreek Hill as well. I don't think I posted that. Um, How was he to, how was he to talk to? So, yeah, they uh, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, was like, hey, we're bringing him over there. Because we were one of the only few cameras right at the portion where they walk in. And so we were able to get a lot of guys that way. So, I mean, he was pretty cool. A little bit really calm. Not like what we've been seeing through maybe the behind the scenes sure. stuff that you get, yeah. Um, but gave me a great, you know, a great, uh, you know, soundbite on a quote on on what it meant for him to be up for, gosh, all these nominees, offensive player of the year, uh, and then a funny moment on the red carpet. I'm walking in and I had interviewed Christian McCaffrey um, right when he got with the with the Panthers, right after he was drafted. His introductory press conference. I was at NFL Network then, so his mom remembered me from from that. And then from I from watching games, so I was talking wow, to Lisa. Ma- I was talking to Lisa McCaffrey, so we're chatting up. And then here comes Ed McCaffrey. And I'm like, by the way, I was 12, but you guys beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Like my dad was on that staff, so we were kind of laughing about that. And I didn't know Christian was going to win, but I th- I said to them because I wasn't expecting those guys uh, to be there. In my head, in the years past, teams they haven't been able to go, but they did it on a Thursday night now, so that enables teams that are playing in the Super Bowl to be able to attend. I'm like, and I asked them, you guys going to accept on his behalf? They're like, whoa, don't put the cart before the horse. And I, I was Hilarious. like, no, I wasn't saying he was going to win. <laughs> um, but he, in fact, did end up winning. And, um, and yeah, so it was a pretty pretty interesting week. But the best parts, and I, I know I have to get through this, was I didn't want to go out. Did not want to go out. I was tired. Um, a lot of my shoots were early. But my, my friends, some of my uh, female colleagues were like, no, you got to go out one night. Ended up getting uh, my agent got me into the EA party, walk in and there's Big Boy, there's mm. Killer Mike. Uh, oh, okay. And it was just you. So you could. <laughs> it was just a cool venue. Um, I can't even remember where we were, but I'm like, I'm so glad I came out tonight because they're playing all the songs that you know you grew up on. Killer Mike played some of his new stuff um, off of his Grammy, like he won three Grammys, right? Which was amazing. 
So that was that was really cool for me to be there. And you were just so close to them. Like the footage didn't enable you to see how close we were. But I'm like, this is I just walked into this. And then um, at my agency's party, uh, along with Clutch Sports, they threw a joint party. And all of a sudden I see Savannah James come walk in. And I'm like, there you go, which is LeBron's wife. For all of you who don't know, uh, she's amazing. And I wanted to say something, but I didn't because I, you know, she no. walked right past me. And it's I, not I couldn't, like I you, I feel like. Well, I'm You're not usually gonna be a, so good at opening I'm not, not going to be a weirdo. Line. What do I say? I'm a big fan. Uh, forget about so her husband. Why would you line just introduce yourself as national media personality big Tiffany time. Blackman? Okay. Anyway, so LeBron got ushered into the, like, the back because we were at the Venetian, sure. this, this venue. So he did not walk through the lobby like the rest of the Gen Pop, like the rest of us. But he comes into the back, and that was, that was pretty cool. And then at that point, I'm like, I've had it. This has been a good run in Vegas. It's real, to go to bed. Listen, Tiff, it's real simple. Miss James, Miss James. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tiffany Blackman from 929 The Game's Morning hey. Shift. Yeah. Uh, how are you? You've probably uh, heard about us. Yeah. You know what made me feel old was I remember carrying the, I was carrying the camera when I was working my way up in Oklahoma City. And the, um, was it the Cavs? Is that, no, he's on the Heat, I think. Um, they had just finished playing the Thunder. And LeBron is walking by and everyone was trying to get him. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> like wearing sir? a cardigan <laughs> and like. Carrying the camera, he was very nice. He's like, "Oh no, man, you know, no, 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 uh, not nah, right sorry, now, not right sorry. now." That's the only interaction I've ever had with LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, it's better but it than was most. Cool. Sounds it was cool. pretty good, yeah. From carrying the camera and now standing in the same room with him uh, while they were doing a photo shoot. I don't call you big time for nothing. Oh, yeah. stop it! Mama stop it. made it. So a lot of cool stuff. I'll be able to share more about the rest of the week as as we go. Maybe give you some insight into the stories and what it was like operating the fountains at the Bellagio because not many people get to do that. So. Good week, all in all, and glad to uh, be back with you guys. And I'm going to go to bed right after this show. Happy to have you. <laughs> this hour brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Injured, hire Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. When we come back here, let's get back to this Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes. Where does his legacy stand now? Let's discuss next here on The Morning Shift on Sports Radio, 19 of the game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.